Welcome to this edition of Catch Up with ChiroTouch. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm your host, Dr. Ronnie Sims, and I'm so glad you're here. Inspiring and motivating the chiropractic profession is what these episodes are all about. And it's consistent with ChiroTouch's vision of really helping this wonderful profession we call chiropractic. I'm excited that ChiroTouch has asked me to host this and I I get to hang out with some of the best guests in the world. And this has just been great. Um, And again, our goal is for you to reach your full potential as a chiropractor. Now more than ever, our world needs chiropractors at their best. And so this whole series is in the spirit of helping you become the best person and the best practitioner you can become. And so today you're in for a real treat. Uh, We have our guest, Dr. Bo Pearson. So excited to have you, Bo. And in today's episode, we're really going to look at, you know, just how to create a well-rounded marketing strategy and a marketing program in your practice. And Bo's done it well in his practice, and he's going to really unpack this for us. Um, Our goal today is we want to challenge you We want to inspire you, but we also want to educate you with some things that you can start doing right away. And so, Bo, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to share. You know, anytime that I get an opportunity to present, whether it's a podcast like this or on a Parker stage, I always want to play full out and go above and beyond. So I hope that, you know, the message that I've been given to you, matter of fact, if you're listening right now, whether you're out, you know, on your morning walk or your run or you're watching at lunchtime right now, I hope that you take a minute to to lean in a little bit today because I think there's going to be something in this message that's going to change your life. And I say that because we as chiropractors, just like you said, Ronnie, are here to be at our best and to help save lives. Matter of fact, that's why we got into chiropractic, right? Because let's be honest, we could all be doing a lot of other things, probably making a lot more money and spending a lot less time, but we love chiropractic and that's why we became chiropractors. And that's why we're here today. So if you're leaning in right now and listening, I pray that you get some blessing out of a word or a sentence, or maybe it's just an idea that comes into your mind and that changes everything for your practice today. So let's let's do it. I'm ready to dive in. Oh, I love it. I love it. So before we jump in, I would like for our listeners to get a chance to know you if they don't. Um, so let's start off with, you know, I know your past where chiropractic seemed like it kind of found you through athletics and whatnot. So can you kind of tell me that story? How did that work out? And how did chiropractic find you? Yeah, totally. So to be 100% transparent, I'm a second generation chiropractor. So I grew up in a chiropractic family with my dad. Matter of fact, it wasn't until I went away to San Jose State to play football that I realized that people didn't get adjusted once a week. You know, in our house, I lived in a cul-de-sac with 35 kids. And every Wednesday night, my dad would come at 630 and he would open the garage and we'd set up our two chiropractic tables and he would work on everyone and anyone that you could think of. And we would barbecue every week and then we would hang out. And to me, that was what normal life was actually like. And I remember going to going to San Jose State and after the first like third day of uh, double days, you know, when you're in training camp, I went into the athletic trainer. and I said, dude, where's the chiropractor? Like, I need to get adjusted. It's I'm I'm not good. And they're like, what do you mean chiropractor? I'm like, what do you mean chiropractor? You know, (laughs) the guy that checks your spine, make sure your nervous system's working, making sure your, your muscles are firing so I can be the best athlete. He's like, we don't have one of those. And I was like, well, that's unacceptable. So I ended up making some phone calls locally to some doctors in San Jose. And one of the doctors, Andrew Chavayas is his name. He uh, he was like, yeah, I'd love to come down and take care of you guys. So to this day, you know, I, that was in 2001 that I was there and it's 2021. So 20 years later, him and his practice is still serving San Jose State, which is awesome. Wow. What a beautiful so, um, so, yeah, that's kind of how it started for me. 
Um, I didn't always want to become a chiropractor, to be honest. When I was a junior in high school, I tore my ACL. I had the old famous uh, triad, the ACL, MCL, and meniscuses. Um, thought I was going to go into orthopedic surgery just because I loved the orthopedic surgery route. Was going pre-med. Matter of fact, got an opportunity to go to Stanford Medical. And as I was going and discovering more about what orthopedic surgery was all about, I went to different conferences. And I soon found myself around a bunch of fat, ugly, not happy, divorced, you know, overweight, not the epitome of what I thought health was. And I remember coming home and telling my fiance at the time, I'm like, babe, these guys have been on their third marriages. Their, their home life's fallen apart. They're completely unhappy. You know, they're working, you know, 180 hours a week. I said, do we really want to do this? And she said, you know, if that's what you love. And I said, and I, and I was hard. I, I remember I've been going to bed at night that night praying, just thinking, man, Lord, like just help lead me in the direction. Is this really what you want me to do? If it is, I'm in, but if it's not, then, you know, that's fine. And, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember my dad saying, you know, Bo, why don't you come to Parker with me? Parker Vegas is coming up and, you know, just tag along. And I've been to other conferences them before, but for some reason, I remember walking through the door. I'll never forget it. I can tell you exactly where I was at where we were in Vegas. I remember I met Fabio Manzini. He gave me this big weird, at that time I thought was a weird hug. And he was like, welcome to chiropractic. And I'm like, how the hell you don't even know who I am right now? You know? <laughs> and I remember there being this vibrancy, this yeah. energy, like this flow of something in the air that was palpable. I mean, there was thousands of chiropractors at that time. I remember walking into the room and hearing Dr. Patrick Gentempo talk about this thing called innate and how the power of the body knows how to heal itself. And I was like, wait a second, dad, this is what you've been telling me the whole entire time, my entire life. How did I not connect the dots? And he just looked at me and he's like, Bo, welcome to chiropractic. And I came back that, that and I was just on fire. I came in, changed my major. And then from there on out, I was just hundred percent in as far as being a chiropractor. So that's kind of the, the long and short of how I ended up where I was at. No, I love that. And so off to Palmer you go. And now kind of um, you've been working really hard on building your practice, your brand. You've done a great job. And so, um, but where, where was that point? You, know, you just said, man, um, I want to help other docs too, because you've done some cool things for our profession. And where did you decide I want to start helping other docs? So it came out of desperation for myself, to be really honest with you. Um, when I was ending my schooling, I quickly realized that I felt like I was a pretty decent doctor out of school, but I had absolutely zero business sense about me. I know even practicing with my dad who has helped to like foster me when I got out of school, I realized, wow, none of my classmates knew how to do anything. We didn't know how to open a practice, how to make a business card, how to write a deal, how to close anything. And at that time, you know, these practice management people were just preying on young students that were coming out. So I decided to start a little website and um, I'll credit my wife on this one because at that time we were just having our first son and she joined this website called circleofmoms.com. And she's like, honey, this is great. There's these resources and I can talk to other moms and I can, we can share our, 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 our victories and our struggles. And I was like, that's what we need to do in our profession. You know, the only time that I get to meet other chiropractors is at conferences. And now mind you, this is 2009 at the point. And she's like, you should create a website called Circle of Docs. She goes, I think that would be great. And literally, that was it. We went on our honeymoon. And um, I remember reading Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek. And I came back and I said, babe, I can do this. Four hours a week? This is nothing. I can totally do this. And then it started to go. And the website got really popular. And I decided to start interviewing doctors. And again, at that time, I didn't have a lot of money for practice management. I didn't have a lot of money to hire a coach. 
So I did what the best second thing would be is I started a podcast and I just invited them on. And what lo and behold, I found just like you, as I interviewed these people, I just asked them the questions and the struggles that I was going with in my practice. And that completely changed my practice. And then it just kind of started to steamroll one after another. Now, fast forward it to now my 12th year in practice. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Now I've been in practice for 12 years. I've seen a lot of younger doctors that are rising up through the ranks. And again, I don't necessarily think our school is doing a good job as far as creating great business people. We're creating decent doctors. But as far as the business acumen side, where I, I really believe that we're severely lacking. So I've had a lot of younger doctors start asking me, Bo, what do I do about this? How can I help this? So, you know, I started to put together masterminds or small groups and then um, just being able to foster younger doctors growth. You know, in my practice, we've had now five different associates come through and I love them to come in, work for me for a year or two and then plant them into a practice because I really believe that the best way to do chiropractic is to learn from someone that has done it before. Right. You know, I, I'm a big believer in history. I don't believe that, you know, you can erase history. I think you have to learn from history and you have to learn how to build and capitalize on that. And we've got amazing people that have come before us in this profession. And, you know, it's up to us to learn from them and then to take it to the next level. So my hope mm -hmm. and dream is that, you know, as I'm kind of in the groove of my career, that the next generation's coming, learning, listening, and they're going to take this thing to the next level beyond even myself. So that's kind of where my passion is as far as why I bring younger doctors in and why I host mentoring groups and masterminds. It's just that I love the profession. I want to help more people. And the best way to do that right now is to use and leverage technology like we're talking right now to, you know, inspire them and to get them motivated, but also give them the processes, the systems and the know-how to do that for their communities. Wow, that's a perfect segue into the episode, man. That was great. Um, we need a bunch, a bunch more bows out there. So keep bringing those associates in, Doc. We need a lot more bows running around there doing the same thing. So um, if you listen in on our episode, you'll um, see that we've had some great guests on in that our first four, we really broke down the, the whole business model of attraction, conversion, retention, and team building. And we talked a lot about how, you know, often for doctors, it's like spinning plates and rather than these smoothly operating interlocking gears. And so um, it was really, really well received. And so what we decided to do, Bo, is use this next series of episodes to really get laser focused on attraction, on marketing. And so today with you, we're really going to talk about how to create that holistic dynamic, um, you know, plan that's just going to work for you. And so I'm really excited. So that ties right into the first question, you know, in the spirit of what I just said of, and what you said about chiropractic business, um, we can't really talk about marketing unless we talk about the business model. And, and so kind of speak into that from your own experience. How has creating a really strong business be, become the best kind of thing you could do for your attraction, for your marketing? So I think one of the biggest things, especially in chiropractic college, that you learn is that you want to help people. And I mean, that's why we got into chiropractic. And you get out of school and you're saying, hey, look, I want to help everyone. And as we all know, you know, fuzzy targets don't get hit. And I say that meaning this is that you need to decide who are your people, meaning who is the population of people that you want to serve? Do you want to serve athletes? Do you want to serve kids? Do you want to serve geriatrics? Do you want to serve, you know, stay at home mom, whatever that kind of population is, you first have to kind of come to an understanding of this is who I'm going to 
to go after. These are the people that I want to market to. These are the types of conditions I want to market to. These are the types of areas that I want to market to. Because if not, we go out there and, you know, we hang our shingle and we basically say, hey, look, uh, I'm a chiropractor. And I don't know about you, Ron, but when patients come into my practice and I say, hey, have you been to a chiropractor before? And they say, yeah, I have. And then you say, oh, that's great. But then you start finding out what type of chiropractor they went to and you find out, man, that guy or girl did nothing that I did. They don't share the same philosophy. They don't adjust the same way. They don't even really even talk about chiropractic in the same vein and in the same way that I do. So in my opinion, what you have to do is you have to create and define for yourself, number one, what is chiropractic to you? And number two, who are the people that you want to attract in your practice and the people that you want to serve? So I really believe that it comes down to one word and that word is authenticity. You really have to be authentic in the type of practice that you are. And let's be honest, the greatest and worst thing about chiropractic is our diversity. You know, we're on, if you guys are in, you know, our chiropractic business club forum or in the ChiroTouch forums, you see chiropractors fighting tooth and nail every single day talking about what chiropractic is, what chiropractic isn't, subluxation, et cetera, back and forth. Now, the gist of it is this, is that chiropractic is what you think chiropractic is. And attracting that person is what you need to take to your audience and to your world. Because I know this. My last two associates uh, were doctors who had a, a view of wanting to help patients who were pregnant or pre-pregnancy or postpartum. And I'll tell you what, Ron, I want nothing to do with that world. <laughs> I love sports chiropractic. I love active family chiropractic. But their vision and the way they speak chiropractic is a little bit different. Right. And I'm seeing their patients coming in and I'm thinking, I would never be able to reach that person. This person is not my demographic. And you know what? I celebrate that. And I thank God for that because I don't believe that there's one chiropractor for every person. I believe that there's multiple chiropractors for different types of people in different types of situations during your life. You know, you can call it like church, right? A lot of times you don't just go to one church for your entire life. You may go to multiple places because you're going to get fed different things at different places. In addition, you are going to have different circumstances through your life as well. And guys, that's what the beauty of chiropractic is, is that we can and we should be referring to one another to help each other for the betterment of our practice. So I say all of that to tell you guys this. Number one, figure out who you want to serve. And number two, figure out who you are. If you are a white coat and, you know, stethoscope guy or girl, then be that. If you're a stay-at-home mom who'd rather see their patients at their corner of their table and their kids sitting over there, then be that. You know, that's the beauty of chiropractic. You can be anywhere along that spectrum that you want to be. So just be and then go out there and attract that type of person into your practice. Number one, you'll feel so much better about yourself because – those will be your people, right? You jive with your people. I mean, we, I don't know about you, Ron, but you know, I look at my appointment book and I can tell you like, man, of these 80 patients today, like 60 of them are like me. We're dialed in. I just walk in the door. What's up? Great conversation. And the other 20 or so, you're kind of struggling to find that footing sometime. And the more that you can be you and get people to uh, that are attracted to who you are, man, practice is so much more fun, so much more easy. And it's just a, purely a joy every day to go in. Dude, that was a great answer. I Oh, man, I, I'm thinking about the docs on the call right now that that answer was a huge nugget for them. So thank you for that. 
Um, on my last episode, I had Dr. Kathy, and she was kind of talking about these old school tactics, how she was able to use the old school of, you know, connecting the community personally, you know, going to chamber meetings, uh, going to referral groups, doing corporate wellness, getting out of the practice and uh, using the old roll up your sleeves mentality, even canvassing, some guys still canvas. And so I think for today, we want to go a little bit more digital and web. But um, as we go there, um, how do you kind of blend that together? And, and what are your views on that? That's a great question. That's one question we get, I get asked a lot because for some reason in doctors' minds, there's like this divide from the online world and the offline world. And if you guys really want to know what the secret sauce is, it's actually to mix those two ingredients together. So for instance, like if you're at Chamber of Commerce and let's talk social media really quick, right? So if I'm going into Chamber of Commerce and I know that there's going to be 50 businesses there, well, guess what? I'll look all 50 of them up on Instagram and Facebook and like their page or follow them. And then I'll typically drop two to three comments on each one of their photos or, or you know, in, in their profile somewhere and I'll, I'll send them a message. Like, hey, what's up? You know, my name's Dr. Bo. I'm a new chiropractor. You know, I take care of a lot of of, of athletes and, and and local people here. Like, I'm stoked to meet you. I, I read some really great things about your locksmith business, dude. I, that's something we should look into. You know, hit me up. It's, it's something as, as simple as that. Is it doesn't have to be like completely overdone. And then when you guys are at these events, be social. Hence, that's what social media is about, right? Use your phone, you know, talk about, hey, we're here at Chamber of Commerce right now. I'm just stoked to be here and meeting all these people. Grab that Ron guy that owns the locksmith thing. Hey, Ron, will you tell my followers about what you do? You know what I mean? Because we all want to talk about who we are. We all want to brag about who we are and what we do, right? So use social media as a microphone for yourself and for your practice. And guys, it's really that simple. Yes, I totally believe 100% old school marketing things. I've done newsletters every single week. I've done, we do three card Thursday. I probably, I'm probably you remember this, right? Every person that comes in on Thursdays, they get three business cards. And you tell them, hey, if there's a person that has what you have, I can help them out, right? I mean, these are old school marketing tactics that work. But why not do the same thing when it comes to social media? So for instance, hey, you know, uh, I did this I did it yesterday, actually, which is perfect. I just talked this up. Uh, this guy, his name is Joe, and he is, he works at our local car uh, dealership. He's a BMW uh, salesman. I adjusted his, his neck. He had some headaches for like a week or so. And he's like, dude, that was great. I'm like, yeah. I said, hey, here's three of my cards. You got anybody else at your sales place that needs a chiropractor? He literally walked outside, took the card, put it up against my logo, and took a picture of it and was like, hey, this guy helped my with my head, neck pain. Please call him if you have issues like I do. And I'm like, boom, there it is right there, guys. That is marketing 101. So I agree a thousand percent with what Kathy's talking about when it comes to old school marketing, but there's also new school marketing. And here's the cool part, guys. I've kind of kind of coined a term called vitalistic marketing. And really what vitalistic marketing is this. It's the combination of everything. Hence, just like chiropractic, right? All systems working together for the betterment of the human body. That's the same thing that happens with your marketing. It's not just about running a golden ticket, you know, Facebook ad or just running a special SEO campaign or, you know, hey, I just did this uh, YouTube video and I boosted it, right? No, it's the combination of everything working together in a vitalistic manner to produce an outcome. And guys, that's what we do on, on the tables, right? Every single day, right? 
yeah, okay, uh, you, you came in with headaches today. Cool, but guess what? I also noticed that your pelvis is a little bit rotated too. You adjust their pelvis, you check their mid-back, and then guess what? Boom, the headache's gone away, right? I mean, we've all had patients come in that have told us this one. Tell me if you've heard this one, Ron. Hey, doc, uh, you know, me and, my, me and my wife have been trying, or me and my husband have been trying to get pregnant for years now. Nothing's working. Man, we've tried every drug. We've tried every therapy. We, we don't even know what to do. We just heard that something about your practice and people come here and next thing they know they're getting pregnant. You know, what can you do? And we do the same thing. You know what? Hey, I don't know. All I know is if a body in alignment works better, functions better, and he is able to heal. And then what happens, Ron? Two, three, four months down the road, person comes in. Bo, you'll never guess what. We're pregnant. I have no idea how it happened. You just sit back in your lap and you're like... And then my question is, well, was it the C1 adjustment that did it? Or was it the PL at L5 that I adjusted perfectly? <laughs> hey guys, we don't, we don't know. We know it's about neural impulse. We know it's about chiropractic, right? right. Marketing is the same exact way. Wow. You know, we, we look at studies and it used to say that the average person will have to have nine different touches, meaning they're going to have to see your brand nine different times before they make a decision to do something. Hmm. Now, in 2021, that number has gone to 37. That's wow. right. 37 different touches before the average person will pick up the phone to call your practice or get online to make an appointment with you. Why? It's because we're inundated with advertising, social media, car ads, uh, or driving ads, like all around us we're being advertised too. So if you think one special Facebook ad is going to do it or one YouTube video is going to send you over the top, I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's not going to happen. And I'm a guy that's got, I've produced hundreds of YouTube videos. I've got tens of millions of views on some of them. Yes, some of them will bring in a few patients, but it's not just one thing. Your patients will come in and say, Bo, I watched your 28 videos on neck pain. I watched your 19 videos about you just adjusting kids. I read your five blog posts about low back pain and sciatica. I think you can help me. Yep. Mm. You know, it's not right. just the one thing. It's a collection of everything put together that really takes you, you and your practice. And from a digital strategy, combining that with an old school offline strategy together. I love it, man. That's so, so much in there. Um, so let's talk about one of those components. Um, part of that vitalistic plan is having an effective website that has strong SEO and that does a good job of representing our brand to our community. So, um, you know, what's um, speaking to that for me as far as, you know, how important is that as part of that vitalistic program? Absolutely. So, you know, when you talk about a, a website specifically, you know, at Well-Rounded Marketing, we focus on three things. And I'll be really upfront with you. Docs, write this down. If, you, if you're with us, great. If you're not with us, I don't care what website company you're using. I want you to understand that there's three huge components that you've got to master and nail to do this the right way. The first one is you need to have authentic design and authentic content on your website. Now, the easiest way to produce authentic design and authentic content is through photos and videos. So right now, if you're sitting at home or you're listening to this, pull up your website, sit back five feet and look at your website and ask yourself, can I number one, tell who the doctor is? Can I number two, tell what type of practice they have? And number three, what, who do they serve? And you have less than seven seconds to figure that out because that's all the time a new potential patient will look at it. So first off, guys, authentic content, authentic design. The second thing is I'm a huge, huge believer 
in metric-driven decision-making. And, and what do I mean by that? I believe that in all aspects of your practice, not just with your digital marketing, but in all aspects of your practice, you need to know the numbers inside out, upside down. So many times chiropractors come to Well-Rounded and they say, Bo, I've been spending thousands of dollars a month on Facebook ads or thousands of dollars a month on my website and I'm not seeing a return on investment. And we say, okay, great. Let's look at the metrics. And they're like, what do you mean the metrics? I'm like, you should have a dashboard that looks at everything on your website. You should know which pages are the most visited, which ones are most clicked, what the average time on a website uh, on your website is, a heat map, meaning where people are looking. You should be able to actually click and listen to the phone calls that come from your website into your practice so you can make sure that your front desk is saying the right things to these potential people. You got to know what your funnels are looking like. What are your ads looking like? What are your return on investment? Because docs, most of you guys are probably spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month on a hope and a prayer. And guys, that's not the way to do marketing. No, the way to do marketing is to go out there and go fishing, so to speak, with different bait and then quickly realize what bait is working so you can continue to do that and get rid of the other stuff and try something new. But as you guys are going and putting forth your marketing strategy, you got to make sure that your metrics driven. So if you're working with a company that is not giving you updates or access to the metrics of your website, I would highly suggest that you take a deeper look into that and figure out why. And hopefully you are. Hopefully you look at it at least once a month, know how many visitors, know what pages are hitting, know what blog posts are hitting. You know, I'll talk really quickly about content because people always ask me, Bo, how much content should I be putting on my website, et cetera? My answer is as much as you want or as little as you want. But I typically know this is that people that follow somewhat of a formula or somewhat have like monthly themes and topics, and then they create content and videos and podcasts based around that typically do better longer. A quick shameless plug, some of my best friends are Dr. Jason Deitch and Jeff Langmaid with the Smart Chiropractor. I think you'll probably have them on this podcast at some point. They do a great job of giving you guys monthly content that you can take and use or take and use and create your own to become your own specific way. And it's a great way for you just to come and put come up with a rhythm, right? You know, guys, we in practice, we always say this, right? What are the best patients? The ones that get adjusted frequently, Right. So guess what? What are the best websites? The ones that constantly put out frequent content on a rhythm or a schedule. It's the same thing, right? You don't go to the gym and work out once and hope to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's a repetitive thing. You know, you got to do it. You got to do it over and over again. You got to come up with a rhythm. You got to come up with a system. You got to come up with a calendar to put that out. So number one, guys, authentic design. Number two, metrics driven decision making. And number three, you got to make your website about human connection. You got to push and pull on the levers of why people make decisions. And here's what I mean by that. So many times I go to a chiropractor's website and all I read about it is like, we are subluxation cures or we do this. this, And none of that stuff talks to the patient that's on the other side of the screen. Your website has to convey a message. It has to say, look, I understand that you're struggling with this. I understand that you're having these issues. We're here to help you. Right? We're here to get you over the edge, to, to partner with you on your health journey through life or your, your, your health journey through this certain episode of your life. So use emotions, use human connection to help propel yourself. Because we all know this, right? If, if you're at home, it's 
two o'clock in the morning, you got sciatica, you can barely stand and you start reading and you start going down the rabbit hole, so to speak, you get on a page. And if that page pulls you in and you're like, yeah, that's me, that's totally me. Oh, look, I saw that video of Dr. Ron adjusting that guy that could barely walk in. And then he's singing praises. And I see these testimonies after I clicked on, uh, on his page. And then I saw a hundred Google reviews. This guy's got a hundred reviews of people with the exact same issue that I do. Dr. Ron's my guy. Tomorrow morning when I get I'm going to wake up and call him. Guys, mm. that's the response that you want, right? right. That's the type of push-pull. We want to make sure that there's a human connection there. We don't want to just be a billboard. We want to be able to say, look, I'm an, I, I, you know, I, I'm an honest person. I'm an upfront person just like you. Can I help you? If I can, great. If I can't, I'll, great as well. But, you know, we just want to be able to reach out and have that. So those are my big three that we pour into all of our websites to make sure that those elements are met. And then lastly, it speaks to who you are as a doctor, right? Meaning that you're using your brands, your colors, your logos, your outline of exactly what you think chiropractic is, your tools, the way you adjust, all of those things. And, and we connect that all together. And we, we've seen some really great and amazing results. Oh, that's such a great, a great um, motivator right there. I'll tell you what, Bo, I already know right now there's a young doctor listening going, gosh, he's right on, but they have this frustrating, seemingly never ending gap between what they want to do and what they think they can afford to do. So right. can you kind of talk into that, but also maybe at the end of that question, give us a little insight into how we should go about budgeting for this type of stuff? Fantastic. That's a great question. And that's probably the second most common question that we get. So I think that there's two things there. The first one is this, is that when you start in practice, very few people have a lot of money, right? We all start with nothing. We all start in a room that's probably no bigger than the little office that I'm sitting in right now, maybe a couple hundred square feet. You got a couple chairs out in the, in the front. You're paying a girl by the hour, just hoping to God to make the, the ends meet, so to speak. So really what you have is you have more time then you have money, right? So if I have a lot of time on my hands, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to cluster book all of my patients. So they're only there, you know, a short period of time in my day where I'm adjusting people. And then I'm out in the community. I'm out on social media. I'm out using my time to create more revenue, if that makes sense. So I'm out there interviewing people at Chamber of Commerce. I'm out there in the gyms. I'm meeting all of the people that are in my community. Now, a lot of people ask, well, Bo, how do I find the people in my community? Perfect. Here's what we do. I totally stole this from a guy named Russell Brunson, so I'm giving him 100% credit right now. He has something called a Dream 100 list. And what he does is he takes a piece of paper out and he says, okay, I want to speak to blank audience. So it could be anything. I want to, I'm a sports chiropractor. So who and where are all of my clients or my potential patients at right now? And I write down all of them. Physical therapists, gyms, personal trainers, athletic trainers, high schools, colleges, bakeries, uh, food prep, meal prep, like all of that. I'm writing all of them down. And guess who are the people that I'm going to go market to? The top dream 100. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to walk in. I'm going to give them a business card. I'm going to talk to them on social media. I'm going to say, hey, look, I'm here to help you. How can I get in front of you? How can I get in front of your people? Can I come and offer a talk? What can I do to make your business better? Not my business, your business. Hey, I'm a sports chiropractor. I know a hell of a lot about sports nutrition. Any chance I can come into uh, this uh, supplement store and give a, th a free 30-minute lecture on how to lose weight? Hell yeah. Great. 
come on in. Guess what they get to talk about? How to lose weight and how to keep their body in alignment so they can continue to go out and, and work and perform, right? Guess what that is? That's chiropractic and sports nutrition back together, right? So guys, so that's number one. You either have more time or you've got more money. If you got more time, dream 100 them and start going to town on that, okay? The second thing is this, is that it is free to do make a couple things. Now, first off, Ron, you know this, how much does it cost to start a YouTube channel? I think it's free, right? Yep. <laughs> how much does it cost to start a podcast these days? Free. Free. Yeah. Anchor.fm is the latest, greatest thing. That's how I run my podcast, which is Chiropractic Secrets. It costs me $0 a month to have a podcast. So if I walked into that guy's uh, business that does sports nutrition and I said, hey, Ron, I know you have a sports nutrition place here. Things called Costa Nutrition. I have a, a podcast that I help produce and send out to people locally in Santa Maria, California. Would you mind uh, being a guest on my on my podcast? What is he going to say? Hell yeah, I'm going to be a yes, guest on your podcast. I would love to be, right? So you set your phone up and you press record, which goes on your YouTube channel. You take that. And guess what? That goes on your podcast. Then you have that transcribed using like rev.com or conversion.ai. And that is now your blog post. So guys, boom, three pieces of content. Then you take the pictures, put them on social media. Welcome to digital marketing meets offline marketing together. And you Love do that it. over and over again. If you want to even go one more step and be a complete badass, you ask the people in your practice. Okay, here's how you do this, Ron. I hope it's cool if I'm sharing some of this stuff because this has worked dynamite with me. Oh, man, I'm taking notes, Bo. Okay, Go, you got, we all have great people in our practice, right, Ron? Like if I said, hey, Ron, who are your top, you know, 10 or 15 patients? You could be like, oh, Mary Jo, who's a hairstylist, Sam, who's the car guy down the end, right? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to tell Sam, hey, Sam, I know you're selling tires at the end of the street down here. Can I come and interview you at your, at, at your business? Maybe I'll just shoot like a quick little video. It'll only take like five or 10 minutes. I'd love to share that on my social media. I just think that you do a hell of a good job down here and more people in our community could, uh, could, could benefit from knowing not only about how great your business is, but the man behind the brand. Because we want to do business with other people that are just like you. Would you be cool with that? Of course, they're going to say yes, right? So every week, that's what my associates do. They have one person that they go out and, and it could be a gym. It could be a personal trainer. Like I said, meal prep, like anybody you can think of. And they go to their businesses and they interview them and they show behind the scenes and they put these little videos together. And guess what happens? Those people are like, oh my God, you should have seen Dr. Jordan. He made this cool video. He's a new chiropractor at Pierce Chiropractic. He's freaking amazing, by the way. But look how cool our business is. And if you guys have any issues, you got to totally see him. Like he's totally amazing and great at what he does. <laughs> yeah, Guys, done. free advertising that costs right. zero dollars right there. Hmm. So number one, create a show, right? So create a podcast, create a show, do whatever you want. Uh, still mine. I do a show every week called the Ask Dr. Bo Show. And really what I do is I answer patients' questions that come in every single day, a hundred times a day. Hey, Dr. Bo, I get pain in, you know, I work all day on my computer and I have pain down my arm. Can you help me? Great. If, I, if you have it, then guess what? A hundred other people have it. And I take that and I put it everywhere. And that's how the digital marketing wheel spins. Hmm. And as you find that things get more traction, that's what you boost. That's what you promote. That's what you pour your gasoline and your fire and your money on. And then guess what? That's how you create not only great patients, but lifelong patients on top of that. Wow. Let's do it, man. I think uh, though you, you mentioned a couple different brands in there, and I think those will be in the show notes, but um, thanks for that. So yeah, in closing, uh, man, we could talk for two hours. This is just so rich. <laughs> I appreciate you so much, man. No You're problem. a total blessing. Um, 
So again, you know, you go back to some final tips for our listeners and you just did a great job of helping kind of dispel, well, I don't have the money. You don't need the money. You got the time, get it done. Totally. So now let's say the wheel spinning, right? Hey, look, people are coming in. I'm bringing associates in. How much money should I be spending on marketing? The traditional answer would be 10 to 12%, to be honest with you. So for every thousand bucks that you make in your practice collections wise, you should probably spend about 10% of that back, right? So hundred bucks of that back. For our growth-focused chiropractors, meaning, hey, Bo, look, I'm making 250 a year. I need to get to 500. How do I bridge the gap, so to speak? Those uh, clients typically will spend about 13 to 15% of their marketing budget. But we do so in a way that we not only do we just cover the bases, but we spend a lot of time diving into the metrics. And that's why I think it's so important. You got to know your metrics because if you're going to spend this extra money and want to see a high ROI on your money being spent, you got to take the time to dive into the metrics. You got to have somebody else looking at this stuff for you to help you out. So, you know, because guys, let's be honest, I'm a doctor. I see 70, 80 patients a day. You know, in my practice, we serve 150 a day. You know, a lot of times I'm, you know, as Dr. Franson would, would say, I'm hands down and bum up, right? So I'm not taking a lot of time to look at all this stuff. So I'd be, I'd be able to be like, boom, pull up my metrics. What's hitting or not this week? Okay, great. Change the bait, right? Or yes, yeah. let's throw some fire on, on, on that type of deal, right? So guys, minimum 7 to 10%. Maximum 12 to 15%. That's kind of the typical as far as how much money it's going to cost. At Well-Rounded Guys, when a, a person shows interest that they want to work with us, we give them an ebook, and I'm, it'll be down in the show notes. We're going to give it to you guys if you like it. It's called Doing Chiropractic Differently. And really what it is, is it kind of outlines some of the stuff that we talk about here, but it just asks questions like, how are you different from the guy next door to you? What is your unique selling position, right? What are you currently doing that you believe can feature you to become the go-to expert in whatever area that is for your community and for your mm -hmm. town? And it'll take you about 15 to 20 minutes, but really what it's there to do is it's there to spark some conversation for yourself as well as some conversation for your team. And then the, my hope and goal with that document is that you get that done and you sit back and you look at it and you say, okay, look, this is really who I am. And then I get online and I look on my website and I say, is that a direct reflection of what I am on this piece of paper? And if it's not, you guys know we got to make changes. And if it is, then boom, we nailed it and let's tick that box and let's keep rolling, baby. But if not, that's why we, you know, I really believe, and this is why we've done so well from a digital sprint mm -hmm. standpoint is that I want to make sure that that mirrors who I am. I want to make sure that whatever website we're creating is mirroring that doctor. And if it is, then we typically see a really, really good result. I love that. Wow. Bo, we're going to have you back, man. We got to, we got to do another episode. Um, so thank you so much for your time, Bo. I know you're a busy guy. And, and for those of you that are listening in right now, um, I just want to encourage you to go back and listen to this episode a couple times and take some notes and, and really take this serious. And I, I just want to also celebrate you for taking the time for tuning in because that's just showing us that you're committed to your personal development. And I think that's something that this show is all about is we want to help you continue to develop and you got to keep pushing yourself. And like Bo said, most of us are coming out of school. We don't have the business acumen. We don't know what we don't know. And so, you know, leverage these episodes, leverage these conversations. Um, you know, read and, and interact with Bo's ebook and, and really better yourself. And, and this is a start by tuning in. So thank you for that. And then lastly, I want to uh, thank ChiroTouch 
again, for their heart in this matter. I just love that they're wanting to help the profession. Right now is our time, you guys. And so again, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you, um, you know, stay tuned for the upcoming episodes. We've got great guests coming your way. And uh, make sure you take care of yourself and that you stay healthy and that you stay well adjusted. And again, this is Dr. Ronnie. Have a great day.